Did you hear about Jimmy Dore's new house? No, his new house. Oh yeah, he just bought a uh, 1.9 million dollar Los Angeles mansion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am not gonna lie. I had never heard the words Jimmy Dore before the whole Twitter thing. <laughs> uh, is he a YouTuber? Who the fuck is he? Exactly, yeah, he, exactly. He you know makes how, like weird panel shows. You know how Billy watches what? like Kyle Kalinsky and all the bread tube yes. shit? Yeah. He was like the anti-hero and most of them just like yell at Jimmy Dore all the time, who is, as far <laughs> okay. as I can discern, just some kind of ridiculous grifter. He's, yeah. he's he's lame, but like I don't care about this thing. He wears a fedora. <laughs> he does. He was like he does. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is the leftist candidate. We all need to get off Bernie what? Sanders and vote for Tulsi. That was his whole primary shtick. So why the fuck does anybody care about this bread tuber? Who gives a shit? I cannot bring myself. A lot of people watch that stuff. Bring myself to care about this at all. Because AOC's ultimate effect on left politics, as it is, is. She replied to him on Twitter. So this is just like, you know, this is an insulated Twitter beef between uh, left electoralists who think that by, you know, 2,300 we'll be able to have Medicare for all in this country. And uh, accelerationists who think that by AOC yelling at Nancy Pelosi that uh, every person is going to suddenly forget about all the money Pfizer gave them and vote for universal health care. <laughs> it's ridiculous. My loss is your gain. I was given an ultimatum by my wife, her or my custom-built rifle. Since there isn't a legal place to sell women, here we are. <laughs> this was purchased over a year, then assembled and tested by Midwest Industries in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I have over 5K in the build, including accessories and optics. I realize perceived value is different than emotional value, but read the build list and Google the part before you try to lowball me. This is probably one of the most anti-Biden, anti-snowflake, and anti-man-bun rifles in existence. Amazing. His wife was just like, you need to get rid of this gun. You are fucking it. It's, it's not safe. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. been paying attention to what's happening in uh, Ohio's 11th for the congressional race? The one Nina Turner got in? Other than she's in it? No. Uh, so there are a couple, there are three people running for it right now. They're all real interesting. First off, I have to issue an official Boomer Death Squad, uh, retraction in that I said they weren't going to select Marsha Fudge for, uh, Secretary of Agriculture. And I was right, but they did sec select her for HUD because she is black and that is just the oh. bipartisan thing to do. Put the black people in okay. charge of HUD. Okay, well then they absolutely pulled her from... Uh, what, what, what was it again? Was it transportation? What was it? No, she was going to be agriculture, and then she oh, was right. in agriculture, and then they made her HUD. After she made a statement, like, we need, um, we need black cabinet members and things besides HUD, and then they just make her HUD. Which is funny, because like you said on the last time, we don't grow anything, and we also don't really try and develop anything in this country either. No, Trump or Biden, your whole job is to pull the copper wiring out of the walls. <laughs> We're going to be renting out these buildings as Airbnbs soon. We're not even going to have government employees. There will be an app for that. But uh, the actual makeup of the Ohio election, 11th race is kind of interesting. There's Nina Turner. She is running primarily on saying that she wants to hold Joe Biden accountable and just be like, you know, another left voice in Congress. Ohio's 11th district is the city of Cleveland, Ohio, where she is from. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of the only places in Ohio you can get re elected as a Dem 
House Representative. So whoever gets this seat will have a relatively safe seat. Yeah. Running as Fudge's uh, would-be replacement is Chantel Brown. She is the chair of the local Democratic Party. She's on the city council. She's done all the correct things. And mm -hmm. in a perfect world, she was who was supposed to replace Fudge. And she'll get, like, tens of millions in corporate donations. Oh, yeah, she'll get right? the Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, hopefully yeah. kiss of death, and then be kicked out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also running is another former Ohio State senator and uh, city councilman named Jeff Johnson, who's running saying, I am the pro-Biden <laughs> candidate, explicitly. <laughs> His 2% tax on titanium doesn't go far with going far enough. Yeah, exactly. Jack John. His name is Jeff Johnson. You're right. Literally. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's awesome. I will stand with Biden dash Harris. There will be no question about that. Nice. It's awesome because it was never I will stand with Obama and Biden. <laughs> Harris's name will always be there. You always have to remember the next person who's supposed to win, but will mm -hmm. undoubtedly lose to some low charisma loser like Nikki Haley. <laughs> An absolute zero. You look like shit, honey. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be Ohio's 11th. That's another one of these fun and upcoming elections that's happening. Uh, hopefully Turner wins. Probably Jeff Johnson's going to win for no reason at all because he, his 2% tax on titanium doesn't go far enough and <laughs> that is really what the people in ohio are looking for yeah absolutely the people in ohio just want like fentanyl yeah you know what jeff johnson's uh campaign slogan is actually what you're wearing a mask and staying six feet from people simply because your government told you to <laughs> aren't you glad they didn't tell you to suck a dick <laughs> the people of ohio just want like the show cops to come back and like cheaper shit at the gas station oh yeah <laughs> big gas station culture in ohio i imagine gas station slash restaurant the combination pizza hut gas station and uh, methadone <laughs> clinic <laughs> that is the basis of the ohio economy after we have torn the state apart with brutal austerity and just decided we don't want a midwestern manufacturing belt anymore we're really ones to talk, what with our ten wawas within a three-mile radius. Yeah, but those are combat. You don't get methadone at Wawa, you get meth. There's yeah. a noted difference. <laughs> yeah, in Ohio, they're uh, starting their own small businesses. Yeah, yeah in, Wawa's uh, been expanding a lot more, you know, you, you get more Slurpee flavors. You get, you get more options at the counter. Pretty soon they will offer methadone. <laughs> it is pretty sad when you think about it that uh, the proliferation of Wawa throughout New Jersey has led to a decline in our favorite kind of stores, racist delis, where we do most of our shopping. <laughs> With poems for dead cops. Yeah, this is my poem for dead cops. They are the best ops. Like, very good. There's that one cop that got fucking annihilated by a car because he was just, like, dancing in the middle of the street or whatever. And uh, the, I, I remember that. Yeah, it was, like, a couple years ago. There are still signs all over the fucking place talking about how, how it's such a tragedy that this stupid asshole just couldn't park on the side of the road instead of in the middle of fucking traffic. It's like the highway. They, pa they passed a law afterwards yes! that bears his name that says, like, if you hit a cop on the road, the police are allowed to come kill you or something. Yeah, well, it... And it's it's also like 
if a cop is parked on the side of the road, you have to get as far away from it as possible or else they can, like, arrest you. Because, like you said, some cop was wearing, like, New Balance sneakers when he went to go pull over <laughs> a teenager whose car might smell like weed yeah. and then just tripped over his purposefully untied laces and died. <laughs> True American hero, uh, the person who hit that cop, like, ran them over and was like, fuck it. (laughs) Kept going. They never got caught. No one was ever charged. No, 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 no. They stopped. They were like, oh, shit. Are you sure? You positive. Aw. In that case, uh, you you ratted yourself out. You deserve everything you get, pussy. (laughs) We really pulled a 180 on that one. seen season two of Fargo. Yes. We pulled a 180 on that one, like that guy should have done after hitting that cop. about the racist deli we were at earlier is they never have Fox News on. Like, they know that's too divisive, so they keep, like, MSNBC on. Honestly, (laughs) they might just be, like, Biden types. Who knows? Who cares? They could be. True, yeah, they... they, Those people love the police just as much. Uh, Me and Matt, uh, on our way home, were actually discussing this. Like, the people who are like, oh, yeah, are you sure you want to shop there? They're full of Trump supporters. It's like, well, otherwise they'd be Biden supporters, and they both believe basically the same exact things. It's just, it's sports politics, right? They've picked a team. I don't care when people like the Cowboys in Philly's country. It's the same exact thing. We love a piss pig. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's also like, who the fuck cares? (laughs) Absolutely. I like their pork roll sandwiches, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what their politics are. Every time I walk in there, they fucking stare at me like I'm some... Oh, yeah, yeah, it is awesome. We just go... It's just like a salt-of-the-earth deli. It's just like old, hardened workmen coming in to get their subs. (laughs) Then there's us dressed in all black with skinny (laughs) jeans and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like calling each other gay constantly but in a good way like they don't know what my to do my leather jacket is far too women's for them yes exactly exactly got a couple of uh, metrosexuals walking in here exactly <laughs> hey hey tony you want i should you want i should fuck these goth kids up <laughs> you know what i never really like okay so you know we're from new jersey so there is a sopranos pizza store like every five miles or so right yeah my brother works at one yeah i didn't realize that that was like specific to new jersey because of the show i just figured that like there was independent sopranos pizza restaurants over the entire country but no it's specific to us <laughs> and they just use the same logo <laughs> If you if you walk around that Tony Sopranos, there are just like screenshots from the show blown <laughs> up and put into frames to look like pictures. Just it's pixelated so fuck- as shit. Yeah, exactly. You can't even like see Polly's face. It's like really fucking <laughs> awesome. It's so sick that the Sopranos is subtly just part of the culture that we grew up in. And like I didn't even know that, but it's it's objectively true. I'm realizing it now. It is, and it's so completely misinterpreted. Everyone's just like, I love Tony Soprano. He's the man, he's the boss, and he gets things done. <laughs> so fucking awesome that's how everyone feels 
Yeah. Every uh, every New Jersey birth certificate actually says "born under a bad sign" in uh, quotes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're closing with the Sopranos theme song today, <laughs> even if it has nothing to do with the episode. Okay. Woke up this morning, morning. grab myself a dick. <laughs> Papa always said that you would love to suck dick. <laughs> Uh, you want to sing us in here? <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one South Bend Transportation Union quashed by Pete Buttigieg <laughs> podcast. I am your host, Joe H.W. Buttigieg. <laughs> I don't know. Go. Sure. Uh, I'm verified on Pornhub, and my name is Danny. And I'm a filthy cloud of Matt Spestos, uh, scent scattering <laughs> into the air from a torn down house in a thousand houses, a thousand days. <laughs> that is the uh, best Joe Biden theory that he just lived in houses full of lead and asbestos and it just made him that way. <laughs> His brain's just been melted. Well, he loves cars, right? They only stopped putting lead in gas like fucking what, 10 years ago? Yeah, and he drives cars from the 1970s. He just bought all the leaded gas he could and he's still <laughs> using it. Yeah. <laughs> There's giant pools of, like, leaded gas around his property. Yeah, exactly. It makes him strong. Do you guys remember the lead paint crisis from when we were kids? Yeah, I do. It was like, there might be lead paint on this. Maybe. It was like, oh, we just realized there's been lead in paint, uh for literally everything so don't eat the paint anymore kids well i think they knew for a little while did it was that when they found out lead paint was like causing like de- developmental like issues i don't know i'm, I'm sure big lead knew for a hundred years yeah, yeah 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 i'm sure they knew the entire time when it became a public issue that's another story well bro we need big lettered we'd run out of pencils bro a <laughs> <laughs> big leg big lead but it's like the zinc documentary from the simpsons where it just goes through life without zinc and in the end the guy tries to shoot himself but can't because the firing pin is made of zinc <laughs> 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 when you want to die of lead poisoning, uh. but the damn Dixon Ticonderoga liberal pussies replaced <laughs> it with graphite half a century ago. Yeah, big graphite. Big graphite. I'm glad there isn't lead in pencils, because I used to do that, like, uh, stab your hand thing. Uh, stab- <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone used to stab each other with pencils. Like, what fuck, was no, up like, fucking that? five point. I'm talking about five point, the thing where you go in between your fingers oh, as quickly yeah. as possible. Classic. Yeah, but what was up with that? Everybody stabbed themselves with pencils when we were kids. Yeah. That was just a self harm was self harm was really big. You were either stabbing <laughs> yourself with pencils, you were giving yourself chemical burns with salt and ice, like Well the towns we grew up in are so insulated, right? They're just a bunch of Italian and Irish Christians <laughs> yes. trying to learn how to feel something. Yeah. yeah. Were the cop from a Boardwalk Empire flogging himself? Yes. <laughs> do you remember when do you remember when kids would like fucking erase on their skin with a pencil eraser yes what the fuck like, was how that can you rub an eraser on your skin i did that I'm why sure did but that. why like i'm sure i did it why <laughs> okay let's let's get off of that <laughs> uh this is the it is, this is the therapy podcast it is the id <laughs> and the super eagle we also got slavo zizak as you can hear uh, no. <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad. We're going to be doing a deep dive on a little bit of our very favorite person, uh, Ratman Pete, our new Secretary oh, yeah. of Transportation. 
Oh, yeah. The Life of Pete Blow. We thankfully had been planning to do this episode since, like, literally the primaries, but because we're really lazy, we were able to wait until the next time Pete mattered. And now we're going to talk about uh, the terrible man who was in charge of about 11 buses and will now be responsible for destroying what's left of our infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Until now, I, I was convinced that this was all some secret scheme by Danny and Joey to just make me take 11 pages of notes on Pete Buttigieg and then not use them for anything and just drive myself insane. <laughs> Matt wants to join the podcast. We're going to need a book report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to read all of Pete Buttigieg's books. <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, made him sleep with Chasen so he would have perfect context <laughs> of the Pete Buttigieg mindset. Oh yeah. Hashtag save Chasten. Save Chasten. <laughs> he All didn't right. say anything, but when I told him to blink twice for help, uh, he did. <laughs> All right. Very um, nice. So, uh, President-elect Joe Biden, he's clearly been listening to our, our podcast, Boober Death Squad. Because, you know, he heeded our warning that if he continued Mayo Pete on the Poppy Bush trajectory, Dr. Jill would be scooping his brains off of her dress <laughs> in a motorcade in Dallas, am I right? 10-4, good buddy, 10-4, honk, honk, uh, let's go. Yeah, so he, of course, he opted to nominate Petey Boy instead to Secretary of Transportation, uh, as opposed to Ambassador to China. So let's take a look at his uh, bona fides, shall we? I'm I'm going to need to cut in real quick, Danny, and point out the person now trying to get nominated to ambassador to China is Bob Iger, former CEO of Disney. <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> he's, he's, what? He's going to be on a one-man conquest to reclaim all of his IPs. <laughs> yeah. That is probably literally what's going to happen, but... Uh, I mean, he was the IP man. He bought everything that they own now. That's like, holy shit, Disney owns everything. That was him. That was like his plan for the company was we're going to own everything. Yeah, the Marvel movies are insanely popular in China, right? That might be not be a very bad idea. Oh, they're huge in China. They make nearly as much money as they do here. That's why they were going to do that superhero Shang-Chi, who's yes. like a Chinese superhero. Wait, are they not going to do it I anymore? wonder how that's going to work. Well, I don't know how that's going to work in MAGA America, especially- well, CNN got their hands on the story and thought it was real, and then started scaring <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they should cut out the middleman, honestly, and just send Robert Downey Jr. over as uh, <laughs> ambassador to China. <laughs> Get him re-addicted to opiates first. Uh, I thought you meant send him over as, like, a gift. <laughs> yeah, you can keep it. <laughs> All right, so, uh, firstly- uh, let's let's do a little bit of background. Um, I took this from a Politico article. <clears throat> Buttigieg has long had a fascination with infrastructure. He has called wastewater pretty sexy and mentioned roads and trash pickup in the same breath as the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. Complete pablum. He likes wastewater because he's a rat and his uh, rat <laughs> liver can consume wastewater. Yeah. The placenta, his placenta was filled with a uh, wastewater. Exactly. <laughs> I've also had a personal love of transportation ever since childhood, he said Wednesday. Fuck this guy! Well, just imagine, he was raised by, like, uh, the Marxist guy who, what, translated Gramsci's writing oh, to English, right? You're right, actually! So maybe, as a kid, he was one of those, like, autistic socialist teens who knows everything about three kinds of trains, <laughs> and he so it could be legitimate. As a and kid, as a kid, like as a high schooler, he loved the claw machine at the local Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like he he was obsessed with the claw machine. He was always playing the claw machine. Apparently, yeah. handing out the the toys to the local kids. But I like to think he kept them all and lined his shelves with them, <laughs> organized them, named them. 
They were his cabinet when he played president. (laughs) Buttigieg, whom Biden called a policy wonk with a big heart when introducing him as his nominee (laughs) at the Queen in Wilmington, Delaware, Wednesday, has always been, at core, an inveterate nerd. Among his favorite board games is Ticket to Ride, which involves drawing cards and connecting plastic trains across vast swaths of the United States. (laughs) Ticket to Ride is Catan for cowards. Let's start there. Yes! Yes! I got I got two things on this one. Uh, Biden thought that Wonk was some sort of slur for whatever he thought that Pete was when he called him it. Yeah, Wonk. That's what you call the Italians. Wonk is a Polish slur. And two, for someone who loves trains so much, Pete Buttigieg is going to be very disappointed about being transportation secretary in the United States of America. Have you seen the resistance memes though? It's like Amtrak Joe and Pete Buttigieg planning the high speed rail that will cover America in the next four. Four years. It's like, what fucking country do you live in? We couldn't even afford masks. They are living in our fantasy world. Like, truly. It's like, we're going to have high-speed rails, healthcare... It's that, uh, it's that train map that goes around Twitter every couple of months that's, like, to get to L.A. from, like, San Francisco, you have to go through Chicago. <laughs> I love that train map. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. People get so mad at it for some reason. Because it's just, like, Jerusalem is in the middle of the Arabian Peninsula. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, don't, don't show this to Israel. They'll agree with you. This will be the basis of a conquest. <laughs> uh, so it goes on. He knows the four-part process for filling a pothole and could become perhaps the only transportation secretary in recent memory to have directly contended with the chuck holes produced by cold Midwestern winters. The cuck holes? <laughs> and throughout the campaign, Buttigieg gravitated toward public transit, taking, for example, the Des Moines area regional transit bus from downtown to the Iowa State Fair. When he took me on a tour of South Bend in 2018, he talked about how driverless cars could reshape cities and streetscapes. So we're going to expand. We're going to expand on the last sentence there. Driverless cars and reshaping cities and streetscapes Um, with this. This is the real article that we're going to that we're going to do. South Bend Mayor Stands Behind Smart Streets After Traffic Death by Jeff Parrott in the South Bend <laughs> Tribune. I think it's Perot, but I'm going to say Parrot because it's better. Yeah, I agree. It's not spelled like our man Ross Perot, so. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. <clears throat> so it starts out. City officials had planned since May 2016 to install traffic signals at the downtown intersection where an 11-year-old boy was struck and killed Monday. An activation was expected next week, Mayor Pete Buttigieg said Tuesday. Following a consultant's 2015 study finding that vehicular and pedestrian traffic at the corner of South and Michigan streets didn't warrant a traffic light, the city placed a bag over the light February 1st, 2016, as it did at a handful of downtown intersections. The moves were part of the Smart Streets project to convert one-way streets to two-way traffic. (laughs) So they just arbitrarily were covering up traffic lights with bags. I should go around and do that to traffic lights that annoy me, fucking rat man. And then they (laughs) got a guy killed. Yes! Oh, not a guy, an 11-year-old boy. A child! This dude was never even allowed to rock, Pete Buttigieg. You must answer for this. (laughs) For real. Uh, And he does later in the article, and we'll fucking get to that. But So after they placed the bags over the traffic lights and told the city we're thinking about removing them, the community immediately was like, 
why are you doing this? Take the fucking bags off. To which Mayor Pete's office responded with, okay, but we're going to install entirely new lights before we take the bags off. Not the first time Pete's tried to solve a problem by putting bags over something, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, such as the dog he adopted and then later killed in a washing machine. <laughs> Allegedly, in Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, this is a parody show. Yeah, he got, he got a washing machine, uh mod <laughs> smart streets it's uh emblematic of smart cities and all these programs which are designed yes. by efficiency experts like pete was yes. himself at mckinsey and are yes. ultimately just saying pay for less things and allow more deaths exactly that's all this is or otherwise put up cameras and protect the money <laughs> yes so to be clear here they put the bags up in february 2016 right in May 2016, they conceded to the community and said they'd, they'd restore the traffic lights. Then a full nine months later, while the bags were still on the traffic lights, a kid was struck and killed by a car. So they had already agreed to fix it and just didn't just do Just didn't it. do anything. It's like, and this can be 100% attributed to Pete personally. Personally keeping them from doing anything to maintain the smart program that was supposed to be one of his big legacies as mayor of this shitty college town. Yes. Now he's just got someone killed through it. It's literally yep. a bag on the light. It would take 10 minutes to go up and take it off with a fucking ladder, but no one can legally do that but the people Pete sends. It's insane. No more traffic lights. Uh, we're gonna tear down these houses because we think they're eyesores, but we're gonna send lead and asbestos dust into the rest of the community. Yep. And uh, give these fucking people cancer later in their lives. And then just leave empty lots that we don't maintain at all. Yep. Like, and it's like, of course, transportation secretary. Comically useless position, right? They couldn't have got a... A worse person to do this. Yeah, just someone whose only legacy is he killed a person with shitty transportation decisions. Yeah. All right. So this is this is the first statement that uh, we're going to be reading by Pete on this. So <clears throat> we simply don't know whether it would have made any difference yesterday morning as two children darted across the street at an angle and one of them outside the crosswalk was struck and killed. He wasn't following the rules. He These wasn't kids following crossing yes. the street the right way. Yeah, if, yes. if you don't follow the rules you deserve to die. Yes, exactly. That's, I mean, he's just fucking making up excuses one after the other. So, you know, you might be thinking, uh, this driver hit a, hit a kid and killed them. You know, maybe he was drunk or something. Police said there were no signs that the driver had been speeding or you, he wasn't even speeding or using drugs or alcohol. So following the study by American Structure Point Incorporated, the city bagged and evaluated lights at five intersections. Uh, <clears throat> this is a little bit on American Structured Point Incorporated from their website that I, uh, I just cherry-picked a little bit. <clears throat> Established in 1966, American Structure Point has developed a national and international reputation for our work in a variety of disciplines and markets throughout the built environment. Damn. Our staff of 500 professionals goes full throttle to deliver the excellence with every project. We specialize in delivering innovation and vision from concept to completion. It sounds like Pete Buttigieg's speeches during the fucking primary. Yeah, oh my exactly. god, it sounds like everything he says. Nothing. They keep it at exactly 500 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like verbatim what he said when he had uh, McKinsey turn off the lights for him in that high school gymnasium. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> so you this... work for the Snowpiercer train. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the corporate leadership section. Our company leaders are people of vision, quality, and character, driven to deliver excellence to the clients and communities we serve. We believe it is our corporate responsibility to devote time, resources, and expertise to endeavors that make life better for us all, except for the 11-year-old that died as a direct result yeah. of these fucking scumbags. <laughs> Not the 11-year-old who died, but now people will be able to go approximately 2% faster down a long yeah. stretch of road. Well, like, bro, they, yeah, exactly. They looked at the spreadsheets, bro, and they a couple 11-year-olds are going to die, but everyone else will be so much happier driving down this road. Also, just the idea that Pete was like, yeah, we don't know what could have stopped this. This would have happened anyway, even if I hadn't literally taken down the light that would have stopped the guy. Uh, it, it, it made me so... Like, I, I I wasn't sure. When I was reading this article, I was like, I wasn't sure if I was going to be... If we were going to be able to use this. Like, it's probably too boring. It made me so fucking angry as I went down. So... Buttigieg was asked whether he thinks the boy's death was attributable to any mistakes made by his staff. So this is a quote. This is a quote by Pete Buttigieg. Anytime anything bad happens in the city, finger pointing happens, he said. I get it. I'm in charge. But I also think what you had here was professional engineers acting on recommendations based on expertise and based on everything we knew, making the best decision that we could. We always look back with hindsight, but as of now, I've seen no indication that tells us for certain that anything related to traffic engineering could have or would have changed what happened. We just don't know. Ugh. Less traffic lights, it helps. Anything could have happened, man. If the CIA hadn't decided to shoot Martin Luther King Jr., then maybe someone else would have. There's no way to know. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. You did a thing that caused a death, and now you're like, oh, no, it's uh, not my fault. I was just trying to make everything more efficient. Efficiency yeah. is evil. Spreadsheets are evil. This data-driven science is not driven by any real data. It's all yes. fucking pablum and horseshit. So these cocksuckers can have careers and one day be allowed to lord over us the way Pete has finally earned somehow by scamming Bernie Sanders out of the nomination. <laughs> yes, but here's the thing, though. It's not only saving his own ass from, like, responsibility for a, a child getting fucking killed... Because of him, no. He also wants to save the ass of his Smart Streets fucking program. That's what half of this is. He doesn't want this, he doesn't want his Smart Streets initiative to fail. He also said he still believes in his Smart Streets initiative. Quote, what we know is when you calm down traffic, you have an economically healthier downtown and a safer environment overall, he said. But that doesn't mean it's the end of traffic accidents. It doesn't mean that it's the end of traffic fatalities. And yesterday morning, two little boys ran across the street and one of them didn't make it. That was this fucking scumbag statement to the community after he killed a kid. Well, folks, anytime you hear some MAGA chud claiming that Pete Buttigieg doesn't qualify to be the Secretary of Transportation, <laughs> you can remind them that he's already proudly stood by a shitty initiative that got a person killed he's been blooded into the transportation secretary position <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh yeah this this evil fucking rat man if you needed any other reasons to fucking hate this guy it's the scene from the shield where they're interrogating the 11 year old who shot like the churro vendor 
and uh, <laughs> but he's just like Biden Harris runs these streets now. We're a family. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> yeah. Of course, I'd be blooded in for Biden Harris. <laughs> oh god, the shield fucking rocks, man. Yeah, the the house Jimmy Dore bought actually looks identical to the one the cop from the shield has. It's like the craziest first episode of anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it rocks. That fucking kid rock listening to kid rock while they are in the police van about to go bust in <laughs> some guy who was giving out coke as party favors. And the, B, the B plot is just this crazy child trafficking story. Yeah, and the B plot is Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's an amazing first episode. Folks. Not even. It's like a guy sells his daughter for $200 so he could buy crack, but then the guy he sold her to, the, she's too young. He's a, he's a, he's a pedophile who likes older kids. Well, he's a... And so then he trades her uh, to a different pedophile. It's funny. They do, like, the pedophile hebophile thing. Yeah, it's weird because they have, like, a Pete Buttigieg cop who's, like, interrogating all these guys, doing good cop, like, pretending to also be a pedophile to get them to crack. <laughs> he's a white And it's not pedophile. working on the second guy, so they have to yeah. take the, uh, like, the corrupt bald cop and, like, have him beat the guy with a phone book. Yeah. The chief comes in, he's like, we need you. <laughs> and he just got to do Philly cop classics. That guy actually... The second pedophile kind of looks like John Delaney with hair. <laughs> okay, boys, let's uh, let's not uh, just talk about the shield. Fair, yeah, fair. let's let's wrap this Wh half real quick. Um, Speaking of uh, white hat, black hat pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if again, if you needed a single other reason to despise Pete Buttigieg, here you go. I mean, yeah, this is this is the Biden administration. This, these are the fucking people that he appoints to these positions. He also put up uh, he also put up some signs uh, around South Bend that were he that said, uh, "Do not give to panhandlers. Contribute to the solution." Really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah, that that's that's real. That's that's Jesus not. Christ. I didn't make that up. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, get ready for the. I Pete, don't even have words. The Pete Buttigieg Secretary of Transportation Administration. Uh, we are getting rid of panhandlers, and they are going to become street sweepers. We are going to conscript them. <laughs> uh, but uh, their brooms are going to be rainbow-colored and diverse. <laughs> You'll yeah. love to see it, folks. <clears throat> All right, I have to piss again. Get shit on. All right, go, <laughs> go pee, Mr. Small Bladder. I have a tiny bladder. What do you want from me? This water goes right through me. I just had a glass of water. <laughs> That uh, just just our regular reminder that Pete Buttigieg is some kind of blood-sucking fucking vampire who has earned no power but will exercise it to destroy everything that we care about. I figured that we would talk about the upcoming stimulus we might be getting. Oh. Yes, yes. The Democrats have finally... 
through all their willpower pushed together to discuss maybe we're all going to get $600. An yeah, insulting maybe. amount of money, absolutely. But another way you could look at it is it is a drug-dealing stimulus package. With $600, you can buy a substantial amount of marijuana and begin your new career off of the tax grid, no longer producing money for these evil people. <laughs> uh, grow some elk antlers. Go live in the woods. Gather berries. Come out of the woods to sell your crop. <laughs> this is this and more will be gotten to you by the Congressional Progressive Caucus's decision to ask for twelve hundred dollars and then get told maybe six. Yeah. Electoralism rules. I can't wait till Professor Donnie takes it all away. Democracy works, folks. We love it. I'm just waiting for the veterans to end the experiment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and democracy was invented by a bunch of Greek pedophiles anyway. Who needs it? <laughs> And then perpetrated by a bunch of American pedophiles. It's the same thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, speaking of American pedophiles, uh, keeping in mind all of what we just talked about with Pete, um, you know, uh, of course, all of that could could be for nothing. You know, Pete could just not be the transportation secretary if Dr. Professor Donald Julian Trump is able to conquer the deep state and maintain power despite losing upwards of 60 lawsuits pertaining to overturning election results. Uh, and the recent news that McConnell has congratulated Biden on his election. That is amazing. I didn't think McConnell would ever publicly do it for no other reason than uh, he's actually an elected official, you know, so he has yeah. to respond to Trumpies. Yeah. But I guess he just won again. He's got six more years. And what the fuck are they exactly. going to do? Run Amy McGrath again? What the hell he does he care? He just likes yeah. people being mad at him. Absolutely. He, he just <laughs> likes being a contrarian. He's like a little edgelord kid on 4chan, but just <laughs> like, he just wants... Who can he I He really is. Right You're now? right. Danny, if you have time, we should cut in uh, the little bit where him and uh, McGrath are debating on the news, and she's saying something to him, and he's just looking at her yeah. and, like, laughing. Just cackling. Doing the Sidious laugh. Yeah, yeah, he's literally just like, are you triggered, lady? <laughs> like, it's fucking awesome. The Senate went on vacation. I mean, you just don't do that. You, you negotiate. Senator, it is a national crisis. Yeah. You knew that the coronavirus wasn't going to end at the end of July. If you want to call yourself a leader, you got to get things done. And those of us that served in the Marines, we don't just point fingers at the other side. Senator we get the job done. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy, uh, happy impeachment day, everyone. Impeachment anniversary. <laughs> Today? Yeah, apparently. Holy oh, shit. Happy, happy anniversary. It, it all went so well. It finally worked. Donald Trump is not the president, kind of. <laughs> um, Good job. I wonder what they're, they're going to start calling Mitch McConnell, like, Blackjack Tango Mitch or something. <laughs> Just something that's supposed to be insulting but makes him sound like an action movie star. Yeah. Meanwhile, his hands are just turning the color of, like, <laughs> molten blood as the deal he made with the devil. <laughs> Slow. You know in fucking Naruto when Orochimaru is having his soul hurled <laughs> out by the third Hokage? It looks like that is hands. happening to Mitch McConnell at all times now. It's amazing. Yeah, Mitch McConnell has lost his ninjutsu. He can only stretch his <laughs> neck out and shoot a sword out of his throat. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Mitch, what that throat do? He's looking for a new body. <laughs> yeah, he wants a uh, he wants Josh Hawley's body. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, you know, America's big fancy boy has reportedly told some advisors that he will refuse to leave the White House on inauguration day. <laughs> um, apparently, they've uh, walked him back from that ledge, allegedly. But you know, you have bigger houses. 
You're right. <laughs> Some people are speculating that he could kick off his 2024 campaign on Inauguration Day. This informed by an email sent out to uh, supporters from the Trump campaign asking recipients to take a poll on, quote, Do you think President Trump should run for president in 2024? <laughs> well, if he Trump does, campaign. it's his. If he does oh, run yeah. for president again, it's his to take. But 100%. I just don't think he wants to. I don't think he will either. He I'm inclined to, to be president. He doesn't need to be president again. Exactly. He's going to make get a plaque made that said "Was president" and put it on the wall. Like he can say <laughs> that he never lost and it was it's, stolen. It's, it's basically like Pete wanting to be president. Yes, exactly. He never lost the presidency. It was stolen from him, and he can just walk away. And buy OAN and make it Trump News Network, and it will fucking eat Fox News alive. Yes. It'll be amazing. Yeah. And it's like, of course, we're talking about the rubes who are obsessed with Donald Trump. That is just, you know, that's a ploy to get them all riled up and get them to send them more money, you know? What Donald Trump should do on the day before Inauguration Day is just release a video of him walking around the White House and being like, this looks like shit. <laughs> like a Twitter live. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. He should he, start streaming. He d- he does Periscope. Yeah, he does a Twitch channel. <laughs> he offers to make a Twitch channel and Twitch immediately unbans him because they are completely cowed <laughs> and would do anything to have the big wet boy on there while people threw money at him. Twitch immediately makes it okay to say the N-word on stream. Exactly. Did you see that they just made it not okay to say like incel, virgin, and, and cuck? Yeah. Simp? simp? Jesus. Yes, literally simp. Fucking insane. But we don't need to talk about that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, Eunuch culture, baby. But yeah. So, okay, like, all right. Saying that he, would he run again in 2024, that would, of course, fly in the face of, you know, his own words, which, of course, are, I didn't lose. But, uh, so, uh, his his press secretary, uh, something, McKennany, McKennany? Mick, let's just say Mick, said in an interview with Fox and Friends, the campaign was simply putting out that thought and maintained Trump was still focused on 2020. Then pivoting, McEnany added, no matter what happens in 2020, 2024 is there for his taking. You ain't Irish if you don't vote for the legalized drunk driving party, Mac. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad to see we have another proud Irish person just going out there and being like, no, that's not what he said. He didn't mean that word, and if he (laughs) said that word, he's allowed to say that word. Uh, They said it was okay. I won't say whose they are. (laughs) Uh, Well, she's right. In 2024, it is absolutely his for the taking, but that doesn't really say much because they're like, oh, Trump's a cult of personality in the Republican Party or whatever. But currently, in 2024, it's Michelle Obama's for the taking. (laughs) in the democratic party she's above kamala by like five or ten points yeah so yeah that's a cult of personality as well that's just the way it works we don't we just pick our celebrities whoever's more acceptable to us and we vote for them yeah yeah like the boondock said oprah elected president <laughs> yeah, Trump's not gonna buy OAN, he's gonna buy OWN, Oprah's network. That would be cool. <laughs> uh, they do like a Stern and Robin type thing. <laughs> <laughs> the king of radio. <laughs> the king of all media. Jared's gonna ride the Sibian. <laughs> 
All right, all right. Uh, let's let's move away from that liberal drivel and, and nonsense, boys. Uh, let's let's move on to some of the leading intellectuals in American conservatism, shall we? Oh yeah. Sebastian Gorka has a very different yet still damning theory about bar. Uh, by Missy Crane in WayneDupree.com. So, I like uh, how he is an ethnically Hungarian, grew up <laughs> in British, American political theorist. Guy is so <laughs> fucking weird. But a little bit of context for this article. Did you guys even know that Barr resigned as AG earlier this week? Yeah, he resigned, like, that. as soon as the Supreme Court denied Trump's case, he said that after yeah. Christmas he would be gone. Yeah, yeah, uh, and if, you know, of course, that's coming on the coattails of Trump being angry at him for admitting there was no evidence of voter fraud. But is there a picture like the picture of like heaven with like Steve Irwin and Harambe? But it's just all the people that were in Trump's <laughs> cabinet and shit over the over the years. And Trump's all like eating a sandwich the wrong way and fired. No, but we should make that meme. Yeah. <laughs> if I saw you in heaven, and it's just like Steve Bannon. <laughs> Only triangles. <laughs> apparently it wasn't like uh he wasn't pressured to resign or anything it was actually like cordial he just he just left but you know my my take on that is how could trump be mad at Barr considering their history in the epstein case Barr saved yeah. his ass gave him immunity yeah, he's not from mad. pedophilia william Barr is henry killinger from the venture bros for donald yeah. trump <laughs> that exactly. is his job. He's just like, I've done all I can do, and he flies away on his fucking umbrella. Yeah, exactly. He's VM Varga. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's fucking Varga. He's fucking sleeping in a trailer under a picture of Stalin. Yes. <laughs> for undetermined reasons. Alright, let's let's get into this article here. Um it starts out. William Barr is about as popular with MAGA as Mitch McConnell is right now. Tired of the ads? Become a premium user today! <laughs> For me, Barr was a much bigger disappointment. I always figured that McConnell was a backstabber and didn't really like President Trump. He's too much of a career swamp rat to change gears and suddenly become America first. So, his betrayal and true colors, while infuriating, were not surprising. But I had higher hopes for Barr. I, it's he's like yeah dude i i didn't really like orochi maru but i was really hoping the guy who shot john lennon was going to really be there for us <laughs> i really thought he was going to be a brave man and bring down the deep state well as much as anyone could bring down a massive shadow government but i truly believed his heart was in it and he was on a righteous mission boy was i wrong it is cool because liberals sort of have the belief that their heads of these departments are doing good things just ambiently versus conservatives believe they are crusaders against the yeah. shadow government and fighting <laughs> yeah. the devil actively. They think everyone is Ron Swanson. Yeah. Conservatives think William Barr was playing Diablo in real life. <laughs> uh, so it goes on. Now that we know for a fact that Barr played us all like a pair of old bagpipes, what kind of- That's not the fucking funeral. saying! Old bagpipes. That's what happens when you fuck two old Irishmen. It's called an old <laughs> pair of old bagpipes. No, they're, in, they're, they're invoking dead cops. It's their conceit to the left. <laughs> uh, most people have now written him off as a deep stage stooge. But Dr. Sebastian Gorka has a different, still damning theory altogether. He doesn't think Barr is deep state. He thinks he was just a coward. Deep state stooge, dude. 
William Barr and the yeah. Stooges. Is that a medical doctorate or an education doctorate? We're gonna we're gonna get into that, Matt. I I have I have what his dissertation is. So uh, after that, they they link a video from Newsmax of uh, Gorka coming on to give his coward theory. Uh, the anchor is some black rifle coffee ripoff of uh, Tucker Carlson imitating his cadence and facial expressions to a T. It's really quite pathetic, to be honest. But <laughs> I really like this. The guy exclusively refers to Gorka as Dr. G. That sounds like the villain in The Matrix. Like, why? <laughs> that sounds like a fucking, like, Grand Theft Auto, like, radio character who gives sex advice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, <laughs> Okay, so, all right, this is, I think this is a really good follow-up to the whole Dr. Jill controversy of the last couple of weeks, right? His, his dissertation, can you believe this, his dissertation is called Content and End State-Based Alteration in the Practice of Political Violence Since the End of the Cold War. The difference between the terrorism of the Cold War and the terrorism of Al-Qaeda. The rise of the transcendental terrorist. That's the name of his dissertation. So he has a doctorate in <laughs> hating Muslims. <laughs> he got this in 2007 at... Corvinus University of Budapest. <laughs> it's awesome that when you become a doctor, you're supposed to replace like all of your like, what are they called? That first part of your name? Uh, prefix. Whatever. You're no title. Yeah, we believe in uh, the ab abolition of gender in America, but only if you reach <laughs> a certain level of academic prowess. <laughs> yeah. If you become right. a doctor, you've evolved past gender and that's our <laughs> official position <laughs> i really like that uh it seems that he got his doctorate from coronavirus university of <laughs> budapest i like how uh hungary's all hungarians are descendants of magyars or the vast majority of them <laughs> so sebastian gorka is actually poc <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm doing bodies and spaces, and then <laughs> lightning in the background. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, uh, I love this guy. He's such a fucking loser. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I put myself through this entire seven-minute interview. Um, it's, it's pretty all over the place. He talks about Obama spying on the White House, and Gorka personally. Uh, he says Obama was spying on him personally. He says that was entirely Barr's fault somehow even though uh bar became attorney general in 2019 and gorka left the white house in 2017 i'm really not sure what he's trying to get at it's it's really confusing what's a transcendental terrorist like the unabomber i don't know <laughs> lived in the woods <laughs> Uh, one thing uh one thing that i thought was pretty awesome though is apparently the initial like uh investigation into the trump campaign's russia interference or whatever it was called operation crossfire hurricane <laughs> it, it's it sounds like a steven seagal movie it's straight fucking seagal that's fucking amazing oh my right? god this is what gork is going for he wants to start play himself he wants to play Steven Seagal in the biopic about Steven Seagal's life, and yes. hopefully he'll be able to play himself in the biopic about Donald Trump's <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the the interview ends up with them talking about the election being stolen or something. Who cares? It's unintelligible bullshit. <clears throat> None of it makes any sense. No. But uh, the uh, the article ends up here. 
I might agree with that theory if this wasn't the Trump era, when everything is political and has ulterior motives, and if the entire deep state wasn't working in overdrive to take down President Trump, follow us on parlor. <laughs> the Dems, China, and deep state couldn't have even attempted this steal without the help and support from the GOP, Fox News, and the DOJ. And they got all they needed from all three. This person's unhinged. <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta say, this website's becoming a reoccurring theme on our podcast, WayneDupree.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, so, all of these articles were written by fucking Bill Dotrieve's, like, <laughs> a gay cousin from Louisiana yes. in King of the Hill. Yes. It's some fancy it's so... southern lad who's just like, the storm is coming, y'all. <laughs> It's funny that his premise is it's the Trump era, so now everything is political, and now everything has ulterior motives. It's such a stupid point. Unlike before point. when everything was simple. It's just, no, now, now like people who didn't pay attention to shit just feel threatened, so they're like, oh, things are so different now. Yeah, Every, exactly. Everyone's sneaking around, everyone has ulterior motives, everything's politicized, but nothing, nothing is truly political, everything's culture. Exactly, it's a culture war to try and explain why everything's getting worse constantly, besides mm -hmm. the fact that the rich have unlimited power and control over every aspect of our government and society. Not to mention all the people who just never voted until they voted for Trump, and now they talk about fucking politics through, like, QAnon and shit. Yeah, absolutely, because it's easier to understand that there's a whole shadow army making everything worse than to understand that the people who you can see pretty publicly are backed by the money of the people you can see pretty publicly as the richest people in the world, and they have ulterior motives in making things worse. Earlier today, case in fucking point, when AOC got kicked off of- or when AOC got turned down for the Energy Commission- Yep. That she was supposed to be a shoe in for, because yep. Big Oil pulled their support and they pulled their influence with every other fucking House representative. Yeah, like 40-some-odd Democrats uh, immediately voted against uh, AOC with big yeah, fucking oil. Some some mustached man in tall boots strolled in and started <laughs> threatening Joe Biden with a bowling pin. Exactly! <laughs> literally, literally. Admit there's yeah. no God to me, Joe Biden. What? Like, I'll, I'll slant drill whatever brains you got left right out of your fucking ears if you let that AOC <laughs> on the energy committee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about when I say electoralism. It's like, I don't know. It's a fun pastime for us here on this podcast, but don't expect anything to come of it. AOC played <laughs> by all their rules. She didn't even do the stupid fucking Medicare for all vote that would prove that only six people care about anyone in our Congress. And even so, she doesn't get the secretary conf confirmation. She doesn't get the very basic things that she thought she would be able to. Because yep. we are controlled by a ridiculous gerontocracy of the oldest people in the country. Older than the Republican Party by a pretty huge fucking margin, actually. Because the Democratic Party has no interest in actually exerting power or influence. They are a machine designed to stop both of those things. Yep. The Republican Party is the machine designed to keep capital on track and moving forward, and that's why they rotate committees, and they don't have shit like Dianne Feinstein, the oldest senator in America, representing California and supporting the fucking Confederate flag. Yeah. Living living in an episode of The Little House on the Prairie every single day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just everything these people see is Steamboat Mickey. This is supposed to be the people who lead us. These are the people grilling Facebook and Google 
and they don't know how to open their own email. <laughs> Yeah. So what is Facebook? Tell me. <laughs> it's funny, because every time that happens, it's like, yeah, Facebook and Google were once again cleared of all wrongdoing. It's like, Mr. Jesus Zuckerberg, what Christ. is my nephew's name? Exactly. Why exactly. won't he add me back? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg, why am I blocked by my nephew? <laughs> uh, yeah. Why, why are else? people allowed to poke me? <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg, I, I poke, poke you, sir! <laughs> with my penis. Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've ceased to be Matt. <laughs> goodbye, Matt, and goodbye, y'all. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Toodles.